Welcome everyone to the Russell Show. I'm your host Russell Chaudhary. I can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 232, we have a special guest Alicia Bertle Perea. So in this episode we'll discuss with Alicia the topic of business infrastructure. So don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on our podcast and let's dive in. Hi Alicia, thank you so much for joining me in this podcast episode. Really appreciate it. How are you today? Thank you, Russell. I am doing well. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Yeah, same here. And pleasure is mine to have you on the show. So, we're going to talk about business infrastructure, so how we can have a business, what we can run without ourselves, like if been in a day-to-day activities. So, things go sideways, then it doesn't rely on us, like a business carry on and they they can grow and thrive. So I know like you had an experience with like illness yourself, like I had experience in it from last year, still going through the process. And um, when things goes with our health, especially like you don't feel like uh, the money or business or anything like uh, worthwhile to like chase over and you cannot do that as well. So with your experiences, like in the same time, like we have to survive, like we have to pay for our medical bills, we have to pay for our uh family we have their responsibilities we have so creating a such a business where you can run itself that would be great to have like one problem it'll be like solved like you'd have to worry about your health you'd have to worry about your business going out of business and like a lot of employees you have like how they gonna be getting payroll and that etc so if you can share about your journey how you've fallen ill how your business was doing that time and then we can move forward like what are you doing currently so you don't have to go back to like if you fall ill again god forbid but your business still can survive and yeah you, you can carry on doing sure well thank you again for allowing me to share this part of my journey because i'm i'm rarely asked to talk about it so but i think it's it's so fitting to this topic of having a business that really can run or function without you being present or having your day-to-day input. And I'll be honest with you, Russell, I I myself, and I'm sure you have, we've both read books, we've attended webinars, we've attended workshops where we hear about the importance of having a business that can, that you work on and not in. Mm. But what does that really look like? And what's so interesting Considering the type of work that I do, I was truly forced to practice what I preach because I work with other companies, other fast-growing small businesses, literally in helping them, as you mentioned, get their business infrastructure in place. And part of that means helping them figure out the people that they need on their teams, the processes that they need to document so that everyone will know what needs to be done and how to do that work. And then also the different technologies that have to be used yeah what technologies can you use so that everybody has that transparency and visibility into the work that needs to be done so all of that was put to the test on april 21st of last year of 2022 when i had to undergo surgery and i thought i was going in for one thing russell but it ended up being something else Mm -hmm. Uh, i I I knew that I had a a tumor, but the doctors did not know just how large the tumor actually was. Thankfully, it was benign, but it ended up being a 10-pound tumor that I was carrying around. 
during COVID. So throughout most of COVID, I was experiencing all of this pain. And then in true entrepreneur fashion, just trying to power through the pain and working, you know, working myself into uh, a bloody pulp sometimes. There were certain days where I could barely stand up straight. There were days that I didn't want to even get out of bed, but I had to do it anyway because I knew if I didn't work, I didn't eat, literally. Yeah. So when I was preparing for surgery, the first thing that I want to share with your audience is you have to prepare your team for the bad news because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. No one knows your fate. And, and it's true. We don't know. None of us are, are even promised tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. But especially when you have a, a serious medical crisis that you're you're facing and the way you deliver that news can mean everything because I can tell you right now my assistant Erica and we can laugh about this now but she panicked um, and I'm sure she thought oh my goodness what's going to happen to me am I going to all of a sudden be out of a job because this is a small business yeah, we're not a, a large corporate enterprise where you know someone else could she could be absorbed into another part of the company. Mm. The buck the buck stops with me, Russell. And so for those who are listening, I just want to implore upon you to really be careful and very strategic about how you deliver the news. And then from there, you you really do have to make sure that things can function without you. How do you do that? You make sure you have processes, but those processes have to be documented. And then beyond them being documented, they have to be visible. They have to be easily accessible. And I don't know how, how deep you want me to get into uh, what we actually did to make sure everyone had access to things. I'm more than happy to do that, to maybe even talk about some of the technologies that we put in place. But but suffice it to say it for, for right now that those were some of the critical things that I had to do. Again, here I am, this person who's at that point had been operating a business for 17 years, helping other companies put these kinds of things in place. And I was forced to put a mirror up to my own company's operations and realize that it was, it was lacking. It was severely lacking. And we had to kind of quickly rally around figuring out what are the mission critical things that have to be done. Let's make sure it gets documented. And then let's make sure we store it in a way that everyone who needs access to it can actually access that information. Yeah. It's like until you go through the process, like you don't realize like how body can get, like a, someone can say like, whoever listening or oh, my business never going to go to the point but until you hit that kind of rock bottom either could be health or like losing your loved ones or like anything like a lockdown came in there is so many unexpected events can happen like with me like I, I talked to you before our podcast is like with my son as well like he had a brain damage during the birth like we wasn't expecting that the whole my wife uh, pregnancy was really really smooth like she didn't feel that much and like uh, only the date of birth, like this is what thing happened. Like uh, within like half an hour, everything upside down. Wow. So moving forward, like like a uh, nearly six months, like I was like a you no know, working kind of thing. Like I was just managing my team here and there, like one call probably once a week. 
but the business was running itself. But I I set up that way because I didn't know that event is coming, but I only knew like one day, like my brother and me, we had a restaurant business and the, the restaurant business was uh, purely on us. Like he was the head chef and I was the second chef. So my sister-in-law, she was ill and she was in hospital for four days just because he was the head main chef, like he couldn't take a day off. So even though she was in hospital, he had to come to the work. So that day I realized I need to start a business, something like uh, if something goes wrong in future, I don't know wherever it is, make sure like the business doesn't rely on me. So I created that kind of system that actually helped me during the go through this process. So my income was coming in, like we was fine. I wouldn't have to worry that much about business. Then last year I diagnosed with inflammatory bowel disease. Like all of a sudden, like I was out of work for months because I'm constantly feeling dizzy. My ear was gone, so I couldn't hear anything. I can't do podcasting because oh, wow. any any kind of sound is irritating and I feel like my brain was like a brain fog. So I couldn't think straight. So a lot of things was going on. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and no one can predict that what can be happening with your life. And it just one day is like going smooth and all of a sudden like something happened. So this is what happened. Like I was doing all day, I was fine working. I was doing one of the podcast calls and I was uh, making some notes and I felt really, really dizzy. I felt like I'm going to faint. And then it started and that was in, in, I think in May last year. So it's nearly wow. one year, May 15th. Oh so I had to go emergency because I never felt that kind of dizziness before in my life. So they checked everything. My iron level was really, really low, uh, especially my hemoglobin, red blood cell. So I was uh, losing lots of blood internally and I didn't know about that. And that was like really, really bad. And yeah, then after that, like they put me on steroid medication, which actually healed for a short term, that system. Mm -hmm. Then that actually imbalanced my whole hormones. I was gone, low uh, infection. The infection caused me like an ear infection and that caused like a hearing loss for a short period of time. Mm -hmm. Then constant dizziness as well because all of our imbalance in here on the inner ear. So then that, got like a general anxiety disorder still I'm going through that but uh, it first two three months was really really tough I had to get panic attack panic attack I couldn't go to like a social circle like a restaurant shopping nothing like going for a walk I used to be like scared like well I'm gonna fall or trip so even oh, though uh, symptom is still there but right now doing cognitive behavior therapy on my own so I'm like 80% better to where I was but them days, like, uh, you can't tell, like, how long it's going to be, like, it take That's you to right. here. And, and you have to take it one day at a time. That's and, so true. Yeah, so I think, like, planning is best. Uh, like, having the system in place. Like, uh, why if, like, uh, you don't fall ill? Why if, like, uh, nothing goes wrong and you wanted to sell your business? You felt like you want to travel the world. And if your business right. is totally rely on you, you cannot sell the business. No one's going to buy it because if they're totally on you, like... Uh, if you sell it, the business goes with you as well. So you have to have the system in place. So I'd love to know more about what do you do differently right now, like in your business? So what kind of system you put in? How do you train your team? So if you give them a brief idea, so that'll be great. Sure. Well, we we refer to everything you just talked about as as putting in place a business infrastructure. And business mm -hmm. infrastructure is really just a system, Russell, if you if you think about it, for linking the people, the processes, and those tools and technologies all together such that whenever there is a change in one of those areas, you automatically understand the impact that it has on others. 
For example, if there's a change in a technology that you're using, this happened with so many of us, especially during COVID, we were forced to start doing more things digitally. Well, as you start to change from doing something perhaps maybe more manually to completely doing it digitally, what impact will that have on the processes that you're using? For example, we're, we're on a podcast right now. It Let's say if before, when you first started your show, I know you started it in 2020 during COVID, but let's just say hypothetically that you actually used to have an in-person studio that guests would come into. Mm. Well, all of a sudden they can't come now and you have to start using recording tools like Zoom or a screencast to actually record your uh, video. So what impact does that have on your process, your podcasting process, in addition to the other people behind the scenes who may be helping you with different elements of producing a podcast episode? So that's what I mean by that that infrastructure. What does that actually look like? And they always you never look at those those elements, the people, process, and tools and technologies in isolation of the others because it's all interconnected. So I have a framework that I've been using. Gosh, I've been in business now for 18 years, <laughs> hard to believe, but there's a framework that I've been using for about the past 15 or 16 years. I even wrote a book about it, but it, it starts off with literally being able to answer the question, what work needs to be done? Mm -hmm. And going through a really rigorous brainstorming exercise to really figure out what are all of the activities that you and other people on your team might be performing. I'd like to mention something, Russell, if it's okay with you, um, because yeah. I know there's so many people out there who are solopreneurs. Yeah. And they may be thinking, well, none of this applies to me. Or, gosh, you know, if something, if, if there were a fire, if there was a flood, some type of natural disaster, or if something happened to me, yeah, what would be the impact on my business? Would it just completely fold because it's just me? I would I would encourage you, even if it's a matter of talking to your insurance agent and making sure you have certain certain types of coverage when it comes to your your business insurance, aside from health insurance and all the other types of insurance, and also speaking with an attorney, an estate planning attorney, because your business is part of your it's an asset yeah it is part of your estate and it's something that i would think you would want to have protected um at all costs so again just i think at, at, at a very minimum if you are a solopreneur and you're listening to us right now just make sure you talk to your attorney about those kinds of things as well as uh, an insurance agent who specializes in different types of business yeah. insurance and you can have that conversation I just wanted to make sure I got that out of the way. Uh, but but from there, Russell, it's it's I use a lot of visual aids when I'm working with uh, my clients to quickly help them figure out what work needs to be performed. What are all the activities that you're doing in your business? And then beyond that, who ideally should perform those different activities? Right. So as you know, when we're first starting, we're doing everything. Yeah. We're doing a, a significant portion of everything that needs to be done. But over time, if you're serious about growth and you have the benefit of going from not having enough customers to maybe having too many, mm -hmm. there's high demand for your goods and services, which is a great problem to have, by the way. 
But that's really when you start to realize the importance of having that structure, having some level of organization so that when you do go and recruit and add more people to your team, they know what to do and they know how to do the work. And that's where processes come into play. So it's it's an entire framework. It, it consists of seven unique, um, I guess, elements, you could call it. And uh, I have a book, like I said, where I detail, it is truly a how-to book. If you are interested in figuring out how you can actually start putting into place your business infrastructure, I would encourage people to also maybe check out the book, which is called Behind the Facade, How to Structure Company Operations for Sustainable Success. Yeah. And also, like, a, I think, like, you should let someone like a significant your other like it could be like your partner spouse or if it's like your brother sibling whoever you can trust really really well like give that kind of edge on the business side not like i'm saying like giving them on the paper and everything just show them like how they can do it and operate it well if something happened to you and you're no longer alive how they can took over the place or like they would know because right now everything is like uh, online businesses most of us like are doing or like it, um, making a transition so it's not like a brick and mortar like a someone if a son died like a dad can go and run itself you know like it's online business so everything probably locked out in your computer system like a, let's say right. if you're a coach every everything in your documented on like online there is no file or anything how someone gonna get access to it or like a, obviously your team have the access to it but not whole thing the whole business thing so you have to give certain like a kind of control like whoever you can trust for why if something in case but that's a great yeah it depends like if you trust someone or not i know everyone got that kind of trustworthy person in their life uh, that's so true and that's that's an excellent point um because you know there's no one in my family who <laughs> who's even remotely interested yeah. in my business so that's why it was even more important especially you know the older I get it's it's something that weighs fairly heavily on my mind is who can take over this and so I have I have actively and and in very intentionally been building out a team so that mm. you know again if if I can't be around for whatever reason yeah the sh show still goes on yeah. Um, so that's that's just something for, for those who are listening right now to really think about, you know, or do you truly have a lifestyle business or do you want something that if you can't be around again, for whatever reason, it could be that you're out on holiday on vacation mm -hmm. um, and you're just you're just unavailable. Will will things still will everything just stop? And be put on hold or can can the show go on literally yeah. um, think about if we think about um theater you have a play let's say a, a play from shakespeare let's uh romeo and juliet it's a script mm. and that play has has withstood the test of time over hundreds of years thousands and thousands of actors have played these different roles, but the script is the same, yeah. right? And that's that's kind of what processes can do for your business. So whether I perform that process, you perform the process, Russell, it's roughly going to produce 
the same result. Mm -hmm. That's ultimately what we're getting toward or, or what the, the end game should be. So that as you, as you brilliantly pointed out, if even if you want to sell, now they have a packaged, whoever that new buyer will be, has a packaged product that details everything that it takes to run your business. Everything from finding an office space to uniforms, if you use uniforms, all of these different details, all of that matters. And you literally want to be able to replicate what you do over and over again. That's the end game. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. So yeah, Lisa, we're coming to the end of this podcast. It's been a great pleasure having you on the show. Yeah. So if anyone wants to learn more about yourself, your business, where is the best place to find you? Gosh, I would say probably my personal website. And I'll tell you why I say that, because from there you can link to, I have a podcast as well. Uh, called the Business Infrastructure uh, Show. And you can learn more about the book. You can also get link over to uh, my company's website. My company is Equilibria. And you can also connect with me on LinkedIn and some of the other social media sites where I have a presence, but I'm very active on LinkedIn. And that website is aliciabutlerpierre.com. And I have something that I, I, I can share with you also, Russell, um, if you would like to pass this on to your yeah. listeners, but it's, it's like a disaster recovery and business continuity template um, for free. So if you think that would be of benefit, um, because to your point, it's not just uh, health related, but it could be all kinds of other yeah. reasons, things that can happen that are completely out of your control. Yeah, that would be great if you can share okay. Yeah, absolutely. I will definitely do that. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Uh, it's a pleasure having you on the show. So I wish you best of luck with your personal life and your business. And thanks for coming today. I hope you have a wonderful day ahead. Thank you. You too, Russell. You're most welcome. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. If anyone wants to learn more about Alicia, you can visit her website so you can get all of the details from there or you can connect with her on LinkedIn. So until then, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care.